My name is Grace Henry, and I'm a senior at MSU studying sustainable parks, recreation, and tourism. And you're listening to the Underground Undergrad. So what made you decide sustainable parks and rec and tourism as your degree? Yeah, um, so I kind of was one of those people coming into college, not with um, like a huge intention of what I wanted to do or like what I wanted to study. Like I wasn't like, I'm going pre-med. Um, so I literally like looked through all the majors at one point and was like, <laughs> what do I want to do? Um, and I always knew that I wanted to incorporate like the outdoors um, into my career in some in some way and like try to make that some sort of a priority. Um, and I always found like recreational pr- programs to be really cool. Like I was a lifeguard in high school. Um, so I worked for the city of East Lansing. So I saw some of those programs they would put on for kids and stuff like at the water park or like um, the farmer's market or things like that. Um, and I always thought those were really cool, like uplifting things that were just made for the public and just like anyone who wants to join. Um, so I think I just thought that those were really cool programs that were getting the community engaged. And I thought that that could be a cool career path for me. Um, So incorporating things that um, I found, you know, enjoyment from and trying to make that into, you know, something I can study and Mm -hmm. (laughs) make into a career. So, yeah. That's so cool. (laughs) It's a, it's a long title for a major. I imagine your courses are pretty diverse. Like what kind of classes do you have to take for it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely is like kind of a mouthful. Like whenever I tell people what my major is, they're like, wait, can you say that? One more <laughs> time? Um, but yeah, so as a freshman, I took a lot of like the um, more major specific courses because I was like, kind of like I enrolled late. Um, so I got a taste of those early on, whereas a lot of freshmen do like gen eds at first. So um, I took like intros to sustainability social entrepreneurship we have grant a grant writing course i took nonprofit organization um travel tourism um national parks there's one course that's called like literally sustaining our national parks and recreational lands um that one was really cool so yeah there's there's a really diverse like mix of what you can take and then i also took like even some hospitality business courses along the way um i wanted to like focus more on like the more commercial side of things and less the sciencey aspect of because you can kind of go different directions in this major um but yeah so those are that's a little taste of some of the courses that we're usually taking yeah cool are, are there any concentrations within the degree or is pretty much everyone doing the same thing um there's some different like the way my advisors would always tell us is there's a couple different directions you can go and like it doesn't have to be like you you know, choose a specific, like, concentration. Um, So I've never heard of anyone saying, like, they have a concentration in something, but um, we always kind of go around the room in my classes and, like, say what we're more specifically interested in. And it's definitely, like, there's a huge range of what people want to go into. Mm -hmm. So, Do you know specifically, like, what aspect of it that you're interested in going into? Yeah. So I... I, again, am still kind of like figuring that out. And I think I'm just one of those Mm -hmm. people who is like, I will find something and it'll be good. Um, But I definitely am interested in like food scarcity and like food, um, urban farming 
that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like if I could work in a city and like, um, like I almost worked in this internship this summer that was in Detroit and it was called Detroit Urban Farming um, Association or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And they basically just um, had a, like a f- urban farm in the middle of Detroit and they grow food and like just give it away to like residents who need it in areas mm-hmm. that are like have a food drought or something um, or a food desert. So I think that could be really interesting. I'm also keeping my doors open for like environmental ed or something like that. Like mm-hmm. youth education, I think would be really cool. Um, so yeah, those are kind of my two directions that I'm thinking about right now. That's really cool. That's really cool how you want to do something like it's both like extremely urban, but also something that's extremely rural and like try to find a balance right. between it's them like, too. It's yeah. like forming at like agriculture, urban agriculture, kind of merging those together. And um, there's definitely programs that like, I know that in Detroit, they would put on like youth engagement programs to bring out um, youth that were like raised in a more urban setting. So they don't, they're not used to like green space. So they have like educational programs that can like expose them to like, you know, new agricultural, um, just, just things like (laughs) green spaces and um, programs that like immerse that's so cool, especially with the topic of like yeah. food deserts. Like I know there's so many communities that are so close to our own homes that they can't, don't even have a grocery store within like walking distance right. they can go to. So if they can like take agency over their own food production, like that'll empower so many people. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What kind of um, unique opportunities has MSU provided? Because I feel like this. I'm imagining this is a unique MSU degree. I've never heard of this being something you could study at other places. Right. Yeah. I know they have, I think, a few different colleges around the nation. Like there might be one in Florida that has this specific major or something like, and then maybe one in the UP, I think, like Northern or something. But it is very, like, it's very unique. And I would say that MSU does a good job of, um, trying to bring like real life learning experiences to us. And um, like we would have a lot of field trips and stuff like that. And unfortunately, since of, of course, because of COVID, like there were some of those upper level classes that I didn't get to experience the in-person format for, of course. But um, even as like a freshman or a sophomore, we would go to um, like the um, organic farm on, on campus, on MSU's campus. Um, or we would work with, in one of my classes, my, um, my community engagement class, we worked with Eli, which is um, East Lansing Info, which is a news outlet um, that's local East Lansing news. Um, so we, were, we partnered with them, me and like uh, my group project, we partnered with them and we um, collaborated and like actually met up and had meetings with them and talked, talked about how we can help them and engage in the community so those were some cool opportunities that MSU provided in terms of like hands-on stuff that's so cool that's so cool I didn't know yeah. you got to go on field trips I don't get to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah even like when we went on online um one of my professors had us do like virtual field trips which to be honest did not work out very well. we were just sitting on zoom for like a whole mm-hmm. day but um yeah so she even tried to like make that work for us which is nice of her to try to do but um yeah, so those were some cool opportunities um, 
field trip. Is there a lot of other people in your degree or would you say it's kind of small? Like, do you know everyone that's pretty much in your classes? Um, yeah, I'd say it was nice in that way where like I could walk into any of my classes that were like a CSUS class, which is um, like our little name for our um, courses. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys probably have for theater classes. It's like THR, yeah. Ours are um, CSUS. But yeah, whenever I walked into like a CSUS class, I always see familiar faces and it was like a positive, uplifting, nice little community, um, which I definitely miss seeing those faces. But I definitely made a lot of friends and um, know a lot of people. So it was it was a small program and I liked that for sure. That's cool. That's cool. It's intimate, you know, then you can really learn from each other. Yeah, it was really discussion based and everyone was open to new ideas and different perspectives so that's so cool yeah so um if you had unlimited resources you had all the money in the world at your disposal what would you want to see yourself doing in five years with this degree yeah um so that's a really good question (laughs) (laughs) um but i would say ideally moving somewhere maybe out West or somewhere besides Michigan for a little bit. Um, and again, maybe working for something in like an urban food production, something along those lines. Um, I really don't know. It's, it's hard to like solidify where I'm going to be, you know, and what mm-hmm. um, all those externalities, like the factors of money and stuff like that, because I can see myself wanting to like, be involved in nonprofit work, um, something like that, where I'm, you know, working towards like some sort of mission and we're, you know, helping the community. But I know that that's not a very lucrative thing to get into, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of like a hard thing to imagine, but all things aside, I'd say working for some kind of a nonprofit, um, engaging with the community and like youth specifically and trying to um create programs that can yeah just bridge that gap for um for our younger generations so that they can you know take take control of their destiny like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds dramatic but no really give them the resources they need yeah it really is the resources they need to take control of our environment and um i feel like that's i feel like personally that we should all get environmental education when we're like in fourth grade or you know something like that Mm -hmm. like it's created into the common core so i feel like if i can do that in some some way get involved with a nonprofit that's striving to do that kind of a thing that would be ideal yeah do you have like a particular theory about like how you'd go about doing environmental education at a young age like would you want to like go into like just like elementary schools and talk or do you think that like kids should come to you and like go into nature right I know it's it's kind of I was actually just talking with some people about this recently because it's kind of hard like how do you just go into a school and you're like okay that's good like you know like it's like are you going to travel around to every state and like do it in every like elementary school so I don't know it's hard to conceptualize that but I think maybe a tangible way to achieve that would be putting on programs that um, you can advertise in the community and like say come you know come out we're having a 
harvesting day. We want to get your kids involved. We want to teach them lessons about um, the environment and how they can do that for themselves in the future and like create sustainable agriculture in their own lives and their own in it, whatever way that, you know, works for them. Like whether that be just like having a little shelf that has some seedlings or, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, small steps. But I think those kinds of programs where you're bringing kids out from their homes and like showing them hands-on experiences that they can like, you know, get their hands dirty and like really get involved. Yeah, guys. I mean, just thinking back on my own environmental education as like a little kid, like we just had like a dude would come into the school and like tell us about like how to grow tomatoes on our front porch and then also like bring a raccoon at the end or something that we got. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. So, like bringing kids outside and like exposing them to like the like magnitude of nature and how yes. powerful it is. Like if we can do that at a young age, like we'd fix so many problems we have with our environment. Exactly. Yeah, I think that drive starts, uh, like, can start super young. You know, you can instill that um, passion and at a super young age. I remember, mm-hmm. like, watching, like, did you watch Arthur when you were younger? Oh, yeah, I watched. It was on PBS. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Were you a PBS kid? I was. What, Channel 6? Channel 3? <laughs> I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it might have been, like, different for us. But mm-hmm. I, w- I was a PBS kid for sure. But I remember, like, those, they would have, like, or maybe it was cyber chase i can't remember but they had those like real live like segments where they would like talk to real kids instead of like the animated, oh yeah you know um, the, the bunny like, go... arthur's like friend that's a rabbit would like go out in the world and be like i'm gonna plan yes. a or something yeah yeah yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah like i remember they w- did like something once where like the kids were like literally picking the apples from the trees and then they went into the factory and like made their own applesauce and like made like other things too and like I remember being I was just like that is so cool like Mm -hmm. I like things like those you know like those types of experiences where you like literally are seeing your food and then you like harvest it yourself and then you go in and like produce it and you're like oh my god this is how like things work (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know it's such a tangible learning experience and I feel like it's yeah it can mean a lot to kids yeah Especially because, I mean, at that age, the only way you know, I guess, speaking about like applesauce, is that you can go to the store and go get it. Right. So you see it actually being made. It's like you we're so disconnected from nature, the more urbanized yeah. we get. So to like drill into kids that like, yeah, you're from nature. Like we are a product. Yes. It's so important. It's that lesson that like everything comes from something. Like it's not just like I feel like when you're a kid, you don't even think about where your applesauce like. You're just like, yeah, I get my applesauce from the store. Like, yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah, but like yeah. my mom makes me eat it. So I, <laughs> right. I yeah. think things like that can mean a lot to kids at that young kind of age. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Thanks so much for being on, Grace. I really appreciate it. Uh, before yeah. I let you go, is there any like social media you want to plug or um, like a project you're working on, maybe something like that? Um. Mm. My Instagram is grace underscore Henry six. I've posted a lot of um, latte art videos on there because mm-hmm. I work at Blue Owl. So um, yeah. <laughs> I can't plug, really think we'll of anything plug Blue Owl. Right now. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope it was. I hope it was helpful, and I could provide something for you. <laughs> no, you totally did. You totally did.
Underground Undergrad is an original podcast through the state news, written and produced by me, Casey Cohen. Are you a current MSU undergrad with an unusual degree? Follow the link in the description to potentially be featured on this podcast.